Welcome to the Awareness and Action Podcast, a show dedicated to pulling the best out of you through awakening new ideas in you. We all have goals and desires in life. What most of us lack is a blueprint to transform and succeed. On the Awareness and Action Podcast, we cover many ideas and plans to get you over that hump and into your personal next level, no matter who you are. It's time to get into everything you never knew you needed to ask. Now, here's your host, Jock Brokus, exponential spiritual coach, helping you to see the unseen, here to help you push past your own perceived limitations. Let's get right into today's show. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jock here from the Awareness and Action Show. I am absolutely delighted today to introduce a friend of mine, who, and we've worked together in the past. And what is very unique about this individual is how she has gone from zero to hero in such a short space of time. I can see her on the video here. She's laughing at me thinking, oh my God. But let me introduce you to Helene Myers, who has totally transformed her, her life, her business. And I think this is a fantastic episode for everybody to learn from because she was blocked in so many ways and didn't listen to naysayers. And she had awareness and she took action. And that is what we are all about. So good morning to you, Helene Myers. How the devil are you? (laughs) I'm done. I'm good. Hey, I'm a hero. I went from zero to hero. I like that. I'm getting it on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. That's awesome. But I mean, you you have other, we've worked together in the past and stuff. And and, and I know you've got got a saying, what's your saying about the lion? Oh, I am woman, hear me roar. Here we go. So that's awesome. I mean, you'll learn yeah. about that, ladies and gentlemen, as we move on. So, yeah. Helene, tell the listeners a little bit about you and your background, and then we'll yeah. get into all these blockages and how you changed everything. So, um, briefly, as a child, I, I guess I was marching to my own drummer. My teachers used to complain to my mother and say that, I, you know, when she did parent-teacher conferences, that I wouldn't draw within the lines. And so my mother sat me down. She was like, Helene, you need to start drawing within the lines. And I, my response was, why do I have to draw within the lines? And that's kind of how I've always approached life, right? And it wasn't even like, I wasn't even aware of this until now as I look back and I think about, wow, this was like who I was even back Mm -hmm. then before everyone was telling me all these, you can't do this. So I started falling in line. I I have a clairvoyant image of you going up to like, you know, a, a fireplace for like a bar fire and going to touch it and your mum going, Helene, you don't touch these things. Well, and I was like, why? <laughs> why? I did. I just did and it hurt. So <laughs> she's a rebel without a cause right from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Not weirdly that you said that because I have been saying that about myself for decades now. So um, as I was um, making my way in the world, I decided I wanted to go to college. And I am the only person in my family to go to college and the only woman. And both my parents are first-generation Americans. And I think that that had something to do with my dad's view. My mother's view was quite different. But my dad telling me, don't go to college. You're going to get married and have babies. Go be a secretary. 
And we've spoken in the past. If I'm right, your dad was the was he he was Russian or his family yes. was there. So yes. you think yes. that had a that had a big part to do with that? Yeah, it was just first of all, it was a time, right? Yeah. And it was just very. He was very traditional in nature, and he was the man, and he ruled. Period. <sighs> the rod he of ruled. iron. Yeah, it. I mean, our whole lives would be quiet. Don't piss off your father. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not kidding you. My mother <laughs> ran around on eggshells. So it was horrible. But my dad was like, you know, you're going to get married and have babies. Why go to college? And I was like, screw you. And I went to college and I got a bachelor's in psychology. And while I was studying, I was interning at a really difficult hospital in New Jersey. I was working at a child abuse center and the instructor who I was working with, she was my supervisor, said to me, um, little sheltered Helene, you don't know how to separate yourself from the things you see on a daily basis. And this was horrible. These kids were like two, three to five, and they were sexually and physically abused by parents. It was really heart-wrenching. And she said, you don't know how to separate yourself from this. You need to go do something else. Mm. So I left there instead of saying, well, you show me how to do it. I was like, I can't be a therapist, which is what I wanted to be. And so I went into organizational psychology and then my whole career was in business when, in fact, I wanted to do therapy. I wanted to be a counselor. So that was one time when I, I didn't listen, right? I had stopped listening mm. to what my gut was telling me and to mm. what I knew was right. And I started letting the world around me dictate mm-hmm. how I lived. Living by so, other people's perception. Exactly. So mm. then I had a pretty traditional-ish life. Um, oh, like how you said ish. Ish. So, you know, I worked the rebel on my says career. Ish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I worked on my career. I built my career. I got good promotions. I had great opportunities. Mm. Um, and I was doing what was expected, I assume, of me. I had a child. I raised him alone. I was a single parent, the only parent. I guess that's not traditional then, it is now. But um, I did what I needed to do to support my family. And then I was alone for a good part of my adult life, working Mm -hmm. on my career, being the mother I wanted to be. And then I got remarried and I continued doing this. And all this time, so what I did was organizational development and HR. Mm -hmm. Um, All this time, that world changed. So when I first did it, it was fun. And maybe it was fun because I was just doing it. But Mm -hmm. it was fun. And it was fluid and you could do all kinds of creative things. And then it Mm. became um, more complex and it was very compliance based and it just wasn't fun for me anymore. And I hated it. I hated my career. I hated every single thing I was doing and I just kept doing it. You you must've had a lot of dark nights of the soul where you were just emotionally Uh, wrecked and sitting there and thinking, what is this all about? Where am I going? Is my life passing me by? I used to come home sometimes and just cry and say, I have nothing left to give. On the weekends, I was so exhausted that Saturdays, it was not unusual for me to sleep until um, noon because I was so exhausted. Do you think you as a woman in that field had a particular effect on you because Mm -hmm. not being treated equally, you know, as as, as you spoke in the past, do you think that had a massive impact? Yeah. So I was in an executive mm. and I was oftentimes the only woman on the executive team. That's hard. And I had one executive say to me in a meeting that the work I was doing in HR and organizational development was close to being like a horoscope. Jeez. You know, that I was must like, have screw hurt. you. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. And I was doing really good work for this company. And then we were changing the culture and yeah. reducing turnover by doing things like, I don't know, respecting employees and doing things the right way yeah. and giving them opportunities for development. And he said it was this, it was the same thing as a horoscope. So yeah, that stuff took its toll on me. Yeah. And I was I always fighting to be heard, you know, yeah. and it didn't help that I'm five feet. So I'm short. And when you're a woman and you're the only woman and you go into a conference room and you're also tiny, you know, you're short, people just discount you. It was exhausting. And then the work I was doing was exhausting. And it was just, it wasn't fun for me anymore. And I did it for 15 years, hating it. And I kept saying, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? But I didn't know how else to support my family. Yeah, because you were earning good. I mean, you're caught up in that cycle. Yeah, I had golden handcuffs. I, yeah, I, I'm earning good money. And do I just take the yeah. shit for the rest of my days because yeah. I'm earning good money? But that's not what you did. I mean, you right. came into this whole coaching world. Yeah. yeah. How did that happen for you? Because, and you haven't, I mean, you didn't, you didn't just jump in, become a coach and stuff like that. But no, no. How did, you so, grab, how did that happen? Yeah. What was that catalyst? So, so much of my HR executive work mm. was coaching. I mean, mm. I was coaching those people who were also executives, who were my peers, yet had the well, ability to hire me. You didn't know that at the time. You, you didn't know I it was didn't, coaching. I didn't even know. No, no, I yeah. didn't know what it was. Yeah. And then yeah. um, I took a class on transitional leadership mm. and coaching. So it was coaching leaders that were in transition. And I'm sitting in the class and I'm like, shit, I do this every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even know I'm doing coaching. So and that's so much the way, though. So many people mm-hmm. that come into this industry, it's not just because they see a course or they go to it. They, yeah. they find that they've been that's doing who they this. are. Right. That's who they are. That's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. So I continued doing it, continued my career. I moved from working in-house as the head of HR to doing Mm. consulting. Mm. But guess what? I was still doing HR and I still hated it. So um, I finally decided, and honestly, I don't know what the catalyst was other than my health was failing. I was having terrible anxiety. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, it had been failing for a while, so I wasn't even paying attention anymore, but it was like, So I would sleep to like noon on Saturday and then about one or two on Sunday, I'd have massive anxiety about the fact that I had to go to work. And so I had very little Something's wrong when you just. I knew it. I knew it. And I had to make a change. And there were many other things. So oftentimes, right, when there's something that needs to change professionally, it affects you personally. Yeah. So I knew that change needed to happen. And I don't even know what it was. It's just everything sort of exploded. And I realized if I didn't do it now, I was never going to do it. I'm in my late 50s. If I continued, what was I going to do? Be in my mm. 60s and try to make a change? Right. And miss out on all this time that I've already missed out on. So I was like- I think I that's just- an important distinction to make. I mean, we're not in ageism in life and everything else, but mm-hmm. so many people sign themselves off when they get into their 40s and stuff like that. But I yeah. mean, rea- you know, the realism is that you changed a life in you. And, and- yeah. Yeah. That's, it, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I took um, another coaching class. Uh, during that time, I was still working and I decided I'm going to start my own coaching practice and I can't possibly figure out with the hours I work how I'm going to start a coaching practice and work. And so I quit my job and people are like, you are crazy. You can't quit your job. You make too much money. What do you, how are you going to support yourself? What are you going to do? You went from six right? figures to no figures. Exactly. I was doing well in the six figures. 
And yeah. I went to zero in a matter of days. Which is where, and, ladies and gentlemen, we get the zero to hero. You understand? Yeah, why. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a backwards. <laughs> so, um, you know, when everyone was telling me, you're nuts, you're nuts, you can't do this. And I was like, I have to do this. If you are a professional coach and would like to join a growing community of coaches online, join us free on the Coaching Support Group. Find us online at coachingsupportgroup.co. See you on the inside. I was also in now, a marriage. Just, not just everybody. Let's, let, let's, let's just back up there because I know from our connection and working together, your family was like, no. Yeah. You're like, crazy. What are you going to do? Pressure. I had so much pressure mm. about how was I going to support myself? How was mm. I going to pay the bills? Like, you're crazy. This your is son? what you do. My son was like, what are you going to do, mom? What are you going to yeah. do? And I said to him, you know what? I'm going to build a business. At the time I was married and that was a complex situation and I stopped working and worked on my business. And I was living right outside of DC in Alexandria, Virginia. Cost of living is super high. Yeah. And I realized that was not the place to start a business because I would have to have a job because mm-hmm. we could mm-hmm. not live on my savings much longer. Mm. So I decided I'm done. And last January, I booked an Airbnb in Florida on the East Coast, and I came down to a place I had never been. I checked it out and I met a real estate agent. She showed me a condo and I signed a lease and I went home and I packed my bags and my dog and I left. <laughs> I like and, and my dog. <laughs> packed my bags and my dog. <laughs> and I left everything. I ended. I remember marriage. that day. I, I remember that. You, oh my you, god! I was crying my eyes I out. I remember. I remember C- crying my eyes out. You, I, had, I think, you were on the journey to find yourself and I, and to I find was, your happy place. I had to. Yeah. I was so unhappy and stressed and unhealthy, and I just didn't know what to do anymore. And I'm like, if I don't do this now, I will never do it. And so many people were like, "What are you doing? You're crazy! You're crazy! You can't do this! You can't do this!" Well, I did, and I got here because then something inside of you was burning. There, there was, was a passion burning, burning that needed to and be. I just knew that I, I had never been to this area before. And I knew this is where I needed to be. And my very first morning, I walked on the beach and I literally screamed. I didn't care who mm. was around me. It was sunrise. There were many me. people. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I screamed and I let go of all that crap that yeah. I had been holding on to. I and remember dog, when you messaged yeah. me and you said, I found my happy place. And you said, the first yeah. thing I put my feet in the water. And Oh, my God. It was like being reborn. I was screaming. My dog was looking at me like she's lost it. <laughs> and I was just letting go and screaming out statements and words and all yeah. the stuff that was holding me back. And the I best like, thing you did, though, because you had oh to my God. It. You had no yeah. right? I let it go. And then yeah. I started saying over time, like I started giving gratitudes when I walk the beach in the morning and say what I'm grateful for. And then I start planning what I'm going to do with my life, what I'm going to do that day, what I'm going to do this year for my business. Mm. And I was setting intentions for my business. And then COVID hit. I mean, I was here two weeks. I was like, wait, what? COVID? What? What the hell is this? And we went into lockdown. I remember because you had, there was a certain fear I that panicked. was building up in you. I remember you calling and Jock, I've got this, I'm terrified to go to the, this, the, the local shop and stuff like that. Oh my and God, I, I it was horrible. And then <laughs> get honey, I was get like, 
And how am I going to make money? Yeah. What am I, I going to do? And then people were like, you just, you have to get a job, get a job, get a job. So I redid my resume and I started sending out resumes and every resume I sent out, I was like, Oh, please don't contact me. I don't want a job. Please don't contact me. I don't want a job. And no one contacted me. And I was so relieved. And I was like, I need to figure out how to focus myself to get a, um, to get clients and build my business. And I walked the beach and I said what I was going to do and I would do it. And I built a business. I had a number in my head that I wanted to earn my first year. I didn't earn any money really until April no, of 2020. I remember, yeah. And I met my goal. But I have I to say- I met my goal. What's different from you to everybody else is that you didn't see or get fear of failure because you just knew there was something in you and it, that it was going yeah. to work. And you had a staying power beyond people, a lot of people that you did not give up. And that's an important distinction. Yeah. You made, you had an awareness, you took action I and took things action. started to change. And the journey, even when you were there, Helena, it, it wasn't easy, was it? I mean, you had your up no. days and your down days. I had a lot of down days. I yeah. had a lot of down days. I walked yeah. away from a whole life and I came down here and That's then I was changed. in isolation and I didn't have mm -hmm. my friends, you know, and I was alone in this condo with my dog. She knows more about my feelings than anyone can. <laughs> we had long talks about my life and what I was going to do, but I got up every morning at sunrise, no mm -hmm. matter what I got up at sunrise and I walked the beach and I prayed and right. I spoke to myself and I set my intentions mm -hmm. and I came home and I focused and I worked. And I did what I had to do. When things weren't happening, I said, okay, what do I need to do? How do I flex? How do I take this and just turn it a little bit and do it a little bit differently? What do I need to do? And, and you again, got yourself out there. I mean, when we, we, we were working yeah. together and stuff like that, you, you, you had a, there was a bit of a fear of beginning, but you got yourself yes. out there. You yeah. overcome any fear that you had because the passion and the drive was bigger than the fear. Yeah. But yeah. there were days that the fear was really big and yeah. I would just tell it to shut up and I wasn't going to listen to it because I know who I am. I am woman, hear me roar. And I, I love that. This. I remember when you said that to me. I, was like, I say it all the time. It's, it's Helen Reddy's song. And I do sing <laughs> it oftentimes when I'm walking the beach. And honestly, Jock, you helped me so many times. It was funny because I'd be like having a bad day and you'd call me. <laughs> like, surprisingly, you knew. <laughs> and you would call well, we'll me. Get, yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. But, and I, I mean, but, but the reality was, stop. it's not anything. I mean, yeah, we worked and, and we we, mm -hmm. we kind of helped each other and coached each other, that kind of thing. But you you already had the power. And so, I mean, you're, the I lion was inside yeah. of you. It was. And there were you days I felt stuck. Yeah. yeah. There were days I'd feel stuck. I'd get upset. And then at the end of the day, I'd say, okay, that was today. Tomorrow's fresh. And the next day I woke up and I started again and I just didn't stop. And the business yeah. was coming in and I was coaching and I built my I'll practice. never forget the first day you, you messed and you went, you got your first big job in. And it was like. Oh my God. And it was <laughs> big. Oh my God. I'm celebrating. I'm opening a bottle yeah. of wine. I'm <laughs> no, I think it was vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be, I was trying to be. I'm Russian. It was vodka. <laughs> yeah, you did. But, but I never the, yeah. the joy and the happiness that you experienced in that moment was and like that oh my one God, moment. That mm. one moment was affirmations mm -hmm. to just keep going forward. Not that I had done it because I didn't say I've done it and I'm done. I said keep moving. That forward. was your sign. You are unstoppable. That keep was your moving sign. forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can I get a, one, you can get, get hundred, right. two hundred. So right. You can get it. Yeah. Right. So I just kept moving. So all the times. People told me I shouldn't. All the times people I love how you can. didn't listen. You had so many I naysayers didn't. telling you to stop, stop, take the comfortable route. 
do it the easy way, yep. but then you would never be happy. They would say things like, at your age, how are you going to do this? And I, I hate feel that. like, screw my age. What are you talking about? I'm going to do it. So I got to tell you. So yesterday morning, I walked at sunrise. It was a beautiful day on the beach. I'm sorry to all my friends and family in the mid-Atlantic mid, mid to the Northeast that are having storms right now. But I walked and it was beautiful. And at the end of the day, when I was done, I was tired yesterday. I was really tired. I had been on Zoom because my whole business is on Zoom. I had been on Zoom since like nine o'clock in the morning. So I got done with work and I walked. And people and- don't know this, but this is funny. But we we did this. We did this podcast. We did this yesterday and I forgot to record it because I'm a moron. Yeah, and at the end like, of it, oh we're God. like, did you record that? I'm like, did you record it? No. I was like, oh, wait, God. I thought you were. Yeah. <laughs> so I was a little frustrated. But it was it was good. It was good. I walked the beach and I did a recording and I was standing with my back to the beach. And I was like, you know, this was my morning and this is how I ended my day. And I put it on Facebook and, you know, people were doing the FUs because they're in winter. (laughs) But um, someone said to me who hasn't seen me in a while, she's like, how do you look so young? Yeah. And I said, happiness. You found your happy place. I found my happy place. Mm. My face is not lined with stress and anger. Mm. You know, when you're living in a way that's not authentic to yourself, mm-hmm. you can't help but have all these emotions, including anger, anger at what's happening to you, the- anger at the world for doing this to you. Yeah. I think the best way to kind of envision who you are is you're an authentic owner and where a lot of other people become authentic victims. Yes. And you're not that. You took ownership of everything. Like, this is my canvas. I'm going to paint it the way I want to paint it. I had a story and I'm now rewriting that story. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I say. This is your opportunity to rewrite your story. When I'm coaching people, Mm. I say, what what do you want your story to be? Yeah, exactly. How do you want to show up and present? Mm -hmm. Who do you want to be? Mm -hmm. So 2020 really started in 2019 was very difficult. 2020, I know it was a tough year on so many levels, but it was the year I rewrote my story. Yeah. And, and you I succeeded closed when... a door. I did. Yeah. I closed a door and the universe opened up to me. Yeah. That's important. And, That's important to yeah. acknowledge that you gave yourself over to a higher power rather than following the material examples of everything else and being caught up in the monotony of and dark areas of the world. And even if I had a bad day, it never occurred to me I shouldn't have. You shouldn't have left your job. You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't. I never went there because I shut that door and I never looked back. And that's important because if you keep straddling the past and the future, you're stuck in the past. Yeah. You have to move forward. You have to look at what's ahead. You have to believe in yourself. Hear the voices inside of you. Listen to your gut. If everything is telling you, you have to move forward. You have to move forward. Fear is, fear is a, re, it's an, I don't want to say it's a false emotion, emotion. Real. It is a false emotion. Thank yeah. you. That holds us in limbo. Yep. You have to let that go and trust in yourself. You've made it this far. Because of you and who you are, no one has given you the things that you've had that have gotten to where you're going to be. You could get to that next level. You just have to believe that you can and take action and you will. Jack only works privately with a few individuals each year. And if you are looking for deep transformational coaching using awareness and action, then contact him at ExponentialSpiritualCoach.com or reach out on Instagram at Jack Brokus. That's outstanding. You had a total transformation really from one complete, so from darkness to light, is it? Yes. Well, 
That's that's yes. the whole thing. So what yes. have you got coming up in the future? Because, I mean, here you are, you know, you're a single lady again. You have basically laughed in the face of fear. <laughs> you have, you have, you have <laughs> creeped the, the nose of, of people, the naysayers. You're taking the bull by the horns. You know, what's it? What's what's now for you in the next, you know, short term and long term? Yeah. So interesting. Um, I, in November and December, I got two certifications to do workshop. Mm. So I used these programs, these different tools in my toolbox. I use them one-on-one with my clients. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to do it for larger groups. So I got my certifications using two different tools that I use with individuals. I now do, yeah, I now do team workshops. I am actually going to be doing a workshop for a local HR association where they will learn what their behavioral tendencies are, what their natural tendencies are, how they communicate, how they respond to situations Mm. and how others respond to them. That's really powerful. When you know how you respond, first of all, you have the ability to flex how you respond, Mm -hmm. but having that knowledge and how others respond to you allows you to be um, planful Mm. before you meet with someone so that you can have greater success in that meeting. And then of course, this knowledge always comes to play in your personal life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'll be working with that. And I'm also looking at doing something in the uh, initial stage, but I plan on using this tool to help daters and they're 40 plus. That's so, awesome. Yeah, because you've so, done it. You've come from, you've come from oh my God, yeah. realistic, you know, it, this, yeah. everything has changed for you and yeah. you broke through the barriers and you didn't follow other people's perceptions. I think I have to say, you know, I, I know a lot of coaches having an opportunity to work with you and seeing, being part of that small story, but seeing the transformation you have to be one of the best transformational coaches I've ever seen out there because so many it. come, and we've spoken yeah. about this many times, so many yeah. come into the field that have no experience and don't have the story right. to tell. Right. We talked to about in the past, is the possibility of that book coming, the whole story? Yeah, there is. It's just sitting still is hard for me. (laughs) So I have to figure out how I can sit still and put my thoughts together and write a book. But there is. But right now I have a podcast. It's called Navigation to Transformation. I interview people who have also transformed their lives. Some of them are still in the middle of a transformation. Some of them are great stories. And I recommend you to go and listen to it, ladies and gentlemen. That's Navigation to Transformation. It is an awesome to listen to everybody's lives raw And I'm so honored that these people are willing to come on as a guest and share their journey, which is difficult and scary. And yet they've done it. Maybe the thing is, if you can do it and they can do it, there's nothing stopping you. Anyone can. Right. The only thing stopping you is you. So, what's your final thought? How can people contact you and give? The listeners, a final thought for them to go away with today. Yeah. So um, my website is Life Unlock. Unlock is U-N-L-O-C coaching.com. You can find me on LinkedIn under Helene Myers, H-E-L-E-N-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S, Life Unlock Coaching. Or you can email me at lifeunlock, again, no K, at gmail.com. 
And I'm so happy to set up a time with all of you, have conversations, share stories, and be willing to help. And if you're looking to um, share your story of transformation, I would love to interview you on my podcast. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, if, if you have got a story, if you are transforming your life in the process now, what better way to have greater impact than to inspire others than to connect with Helene and collaborate and get on the show yeah. and, and teach others by your story, your example. Yeah. Helene, thank you for being with me today. It's thank been you, awesome. It's been fun. And we fun. have a it's recording now. <laughs> we recorded and, it this time. Yay. <laughs> and I am absolutely delighted to see how you really have been a caterpillar that turned into a butterfly and there's only greater things that are awaiting you. So God bless and thank you for being with us. This is Awareness in Action. Make sure to connect with Helene on LinkedIn or her online assets. Stay tuned for the next one. God bless. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Awareness and Action podcast. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality and seeing beyond your material limitations. Stay connected directly through Instagram at Jock Brokus, or you can message me on ExponentialSpiritualCoach.com. Remember, perceive, believe, conceive. Don't forget to like us and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Until next time, make the most of every moment as they are the most precious ones that last forever.